hear ye, and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast, your one-stop shop for all things geek culture. We cover movies, TV shows, and everything else in between. I'm your host, Tyler Rollison, also known as T-Roll, and I'm joined by my very good friends, Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy, and the one, the only, Anthony Amato. We like to call him Shimato. Boys, we are on episode number five of WandaVision. We're going to talk about it tonight. How are y'all two doing? It was truly a very special episode. <laughs> yeah, super, super mind-blowing. Uh, you know, it's crazy that we're more than halfway done with this first season of WandaVision, but like it was, you know, <laughs> first it, season. <laughs> it, it is a, alive and just crazy at the moment. Do you guys the think there's going to be a second season? No, not at all. Not, there can't be, right? Nope. No, no, so Justin says not at all. Shimato clearly says too. I mean, I think it's going to be really tough. Yeah, I don't think there's going to be a second season either. That would be 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 hilarious. They're like another part of the country. Gosh darn it, it's happening again. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so listen up. Before we get into the review of episode five, we want to thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to the Royal Geek Podcast. Would you do us a favor? Go follow us on Twitter at Royal Geek Pod. And wherever you are listening, would you mind subscribing to the podcast so you know when new episodes drop? We will do an episode review every single week of WandaVision. We do some other things as well. Um, But also, if you could leave a review where you're listening, especially on Apple, that really helps us out a lot. Because we're trying to get some more listeners, trying to get our name out there. And if you got any friends that enjoy Marvel content, please send them these episode reviews. I think we do a decent job. Um, and we'd love to uh, expand our reach. So, with all that in mind, here is your spoiler warning for episode number five of One Division. You have you have been warned. So, if you hear something uh, from here on out that you didn't want to hear, it's, it's your own on fault. you. Yeah. It's your own fault. All right, boys. Here we go. What did y'all think of episode five? I mean, just generally before we get into details, like. Man. See, that's the thing. There's a lot of details. Like, there's a lot of things that you were just, if you were casually watching the episode, you just, you're probably like, oh, yeah, that was pretty good. But, like, if you were really paying yeah, attention like to all checking the details. your phone, you might miss something. Yeah, right, exactly. But if you were paying attention to all the detail, there's a lot to dissect yep. here and a lot to, to really talk about and break down further of how the show is going to maybe end. Yeah, I feel like uh, this episode is, you know, you know, when you're riding a roller coaster and they, like, they're pulling you up the hill, pulling up the hill. Those are the first couple episodes. They're really just building the tension. And then, like, episode four was, like, them, like, right at the top. And just as they were about to start to let you go, this is that first hill. And you were just zooming. And you were just, it is it is starting to get nuts. Like, the story is just taking off. And it is a, it's just a runaway train right at the moment. Yeah. That's, that's actually pretty good. I. I definitely feel like I'm on that that first drop for sure. And maybe the one thing I want to say to to start is I love that this is the first episode where we really bounced back and forth from the hex. Shout out Darcy, yeah, for naming it the hex. Was it a bubble? Was it the anomaly? No, it's a freaking hex, man. Uh, we this is the first episode where we bounce back and forth between the hex and what's going on right outside of the hex. So I love that. Yeah, that was enjoyable because we got a a nice balance of, obviously, Wanda and Vision, but also uh, Jimmy Woo. Jimmy Woo, man, my new favorite uh, MCU character overall. (laughs) He's awesome. (laughs) He's just like the most positive person of, of like, maybe any property in Marvel. So you're saying the complete opposite of uh, director Tyler Hayward. Yeah, Hayward is (laughs) a punk face, bro. Yes. I've got some choice words. I'm going to – 
uh, not say. But we'll have to bleep you out then, right? Yeah, man. He just really sucks. Yeah. <laughs> he's just a he's just a like generic tool of the government. That's really how I see him. Is he is this like he can only see through the lens of um, how the government will perceive something, how um, these like straight, you know, black and if it isn't their side, everything is black and white. He can't see something as being, you know, happening for a reason that is not either 100 percent for his agency or 100 percent against his agency. Mm-hmm. So last week I had said I, I called it, man, this guy's a snake. You know what I'm saying? And y'all were like, ah, you know, we'll see. T-Roll, you're kind of making too big of a deal about Director Hayward. Do you guys still feel the same? Or are you like, nah, this this guy? I mean, there's some people theorizing that he might be like an actual villain. Like, what are y'all's thoughts on Hayward after Episode 5? Well, I mean, I got, I got a couple ideas I'm kicking around. Uh, one of them is that I think he's actually a scroll. You think yep. that Hayward's a scroll? Yeah. I have not heard that one. Tell me Hayward's more. Hayward's a scroll, and this is really kind of setting up like a little uh, prelude to Secret Invasion. Yeah. So he would be a villainous scroll. Though. Yes, he would be a villainous scroll because, I mean, not all of them were, were good. Yeah. So, so we're let, yeah. 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 So then he's, uh, they not all of them were caught in Captain Marvel uh, in the 90s, whatever. So they have infiltrated. Uh, and so I feel like he has found a way to take charge of the organization. He may be the only one who's a scroll uh, and leading them in a direction. And there may be like one or two more scattered in. All right. Let's, let's do this. For our listeners who might not know exactly the full reach and the extent of what a scroll might be, maybe they haven't even seen Captain Marvel, but. Certainly, certainly just the comic books itself, right? The scrolls right. in the comic lore are not good. No. In, right? the, in the comic no. book, no, not no. at all, no. But uh, they, the little twist for Captain Marvel, uh, the movie, um, was that, that some of them were good and some of them were bad. But either way, they're, they're fighting a war against the Kree. And yeah, they who were... have been kind of established as a definitive bad guy. In the in MCU. The MCU yes, yes, yes. In the MCU, yes. So... so I do believe – this is what I'm thinking because we know a Secret Invasion show is coming or a Secret Invasion property for Disney yeah. Plus is coming. And I feel like this is kind of laying down the groundwork. And I feel like with how dynamic I, I guess I would say the decision-making is for Hayward to be so aggressive with yeah. weaponizing and doing all this kind of stuff, it kind of – like didn't they see what happened with S.H.I.E.L.D. and HYDRA? Like wouldn't they be m- making a better decisions and not weaponizing everything? Like – uh, I mean, I know this is bouncing around, but we literally saw Vision on a lab table dissected. When we know the last yeah. time we saw Vision's body, he was not dissected. He was nope. he, all he had is a gaping uh, fingerprint hole in his uh, mind, in his in his forehead. Forehead, yeah. So uh, he's definitely weaponizing, and and just I don't know. I feel like that mindset, like he, there's no way he's. So, so you think the scrolls could be behind, like. Director Hayward could be a scroll. Yes. And he is actively preparing for the secret invasion. Yes. And, so again, scrolls, they're shape shifting aliens. Shape shifting. So yep. it, it makes sense that that's very well possible. Because he I feel like he he and then Franklin, Agent Franklin, are like the only ones who kinda give off like uh there's something else going on here. Yeah. Like just the, the, the looks, the nods and all that kind of stuff. So I feel like Maybe those two are yeah. the scrolls, but they're trying to, they're kind of leading this organization, and because of the whole dude, all of Sword feels like a bunch of people with stick up sticks up their butts, well, man. I mean, yeah, and uh, they're all um, conformist to the order mentality. Like I was given an order, I have to follow yeah. through. Like you were talking about, it's black and white, us against them type of deal. 
So I don't know. I think there's more there. I think uh, Marvel is way too intelligent for yep. just giving us a, a closed bookend WandaVision show with with no branches coming out at all to any other properties. And so yeah. this is definitely going to introduce us to some uh, or several properties that they've already announced. Because, yep. uh, I mean, hmm. we could get Loki uh, like side stories going on here shortly. We'll yeah. see. I don't know. Who knows, right? I mean, I think at the very least it creates a really good, like um, – foil to Wanda with him because of the with the way of the, the ideas of them weaponizing and manipulating vision like I, I feel like he does a really good job if you know even if it's something just on the face of he is a government agent who is trying to weaponize um, vision and there's no other ulterior motives to it it's interesting to see the way that she sees it in him but cannot see it in herself and, you know, to the point to where, like, she is weaponizing, she she is manipulating Vision in all these ways throughout the series. I, I thought it was a really nice touch on the opening um, the opening card. You could see the, um, the y- you know, when she's manipulating things, you see that red glow around things a lot. So with that, you could see when they were painting the different strokes opening, the, the brush was ve- was that red glow as it was painting Vision's face, like, you know, that she's manipulating this force that is Vision. So I thought that that was a very interesting way of um, of showing that in the opening. But I, I think it's a it's an interesting foil to her overall is what I'm the main point. Yeah, that that opening was <laughs> uh, interesting. Yeah, 80, the 80s style. Yeah, I mean, I definitely shout out to the, the theme songs, man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> definitely catchy, yeah. definitely interesting, uh, a little do, cheesy. Do, yeah. Do, do, do. <laughs> Dude, how about Baby Vision? What y'all think of Baby Vision? <laughs> Very creepy, man. Yes. Very creepy. Just nuts. Yeah. Uh, I, w- I wonder if that was actually like a Paul Bettany baby picture, <laughs> and they just CGI <laughs> just colorized it weird. I would it? love to know the facts That would be hilarious. That. Yeah, that would oh, be awesome. my gosh. It was so weird. Let's just... Let's just be honest. It was weird. Yeah, it was. All right. Uh, I'm sure we're going to get back to D- Director Hayward for sure. Yeah. Uh, that's an interesting theory about the scroll. Um, there, there's some people that said that maybe Monica might actually be a scroll. Um, and that that could make a little more sense and more of a direct connection because she's literally met scrolls on on you know on screen. Yeah. But <clears throat> why don't we start with the, the start of the episode um, at the very beginning. We have Wanda and Vision trying to get the twins as they are babies. It's important to note in at what point of their development they are <laughs> uh, in this episode because it kind of spans a lot of time. Yeah, it does. Or a lot of development. Maybe not a lot of time. Anyways, they're, like, trying to get them to sleep. They're crying like crazy. They're not. They put them in their little cradles. They just can't get them to sleep. Even Wanda tries to use yeah. her magic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which I, I, I thought was really interesting because that would have been a very interesting – moral barrier for her to cross over if she used her powers to put her kid to sleep. Yeah, I mean, she literally says, like, uh, like why <laughs> why don't you do what I want? Like, yeah. literally says that. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I feel like, was that was that her kind of just being, a, like, a playful mom type of deal? Or was yeah. that her literally, like, taking a step back, like, hey, I'm manipulating this whole entire thing. Yeah. Why don't you do what I want? Yeah, I mean, it's very, they've, they made a huge effort in this episode to kind of show that the kids don't really adhere to anything that is controlling over them. Like anytime they make a, they make a reference or anything like that, they, they don't really listen to her. She can't stop them from aging. She can't, you know, 
Um, she, she, she can't can make them go to sleep here. You know, there's references. There's literal references to, well, you can't control children. Yeah. yeah. Agnes literally it, says yeah. that. Yeah. It, it, was, it was literally stated in this. But it, I thought it would have been a really interesting, like, moral barrier there. Like in, um, what was it? Um, I can't remember now what show. I'm just <laughs> slowing it do down. Do you want me to well, take it from the top? Or just... <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, all right, we'll, we'll take it. Uh, that was such an awkward scene, man. <laughs> it was. When Agnes, is, she breaks her character, and she's like, let's take it from the top, because Vision doesn't go along with dude, uh, the that fact that... Dude, that was so creepy. Dude, it was uh, yes. so cringeworthy, wasn't it? It, it was. was. And do you notice that the, the babies would stop crying? Yes, while that, they're... It was just silent. Yeah, while they're figuring out the scene, they were literally uh, quiet, and waiting for them to figure out what they're going to do next. And then they continued on. All right. So what does that tell us about Agnes? So we've talked about Agnes a good bit on the pod. Yes. But she really hasn't been – she hasn't had a major role in one of the episodes since episode two. Right. She the... wasn't super involved in three. She wasn't in four at all, really, or much at all, if, if any. So here's my thing with Agnes. Okay. So, like, obviously everybody out there is speculating that it could be Agatha Harkness, right? But – uh one or two options for me, okay? I'm thinking, one, she's either, like, a regular townsperson that is going to go along with this and doesn't want to feel that pain, which we really we learn later with Norm. She doesn't, so she's like, oh, I'll happily go along with all this, all right? Or she's actually Mephisto. She is yeah. Mephisto. Okay. So you think Agnes might actually be Mephisto? Yes. And later on in the episode, Norm, he's like, she's hurting, like, she's hurting me, the, she, the pain – which yep. is leading us to believe that it's Wanda, it's Wanda but, she, but it's he doesn't not say Wanda. actually right. Wanda. Yeah. It is the she he is referring to That's is right. Agnes, and Agnes is Mephisto. Hmm. I have I have heard that. Yeah. I I don't know if I if I'm there yet, but I've I, heard that. Catherine Hahn has proven that she can do villain with Doc Ock in yeah. into the Spider Verse. It would so. it would be an interesting thing because she supposedly has this husband that we've never seen. Correct. Ralph. It's that's her alter ego. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. So yeah. I, I, if nothing else, it was interesting. So if she's Mephisto, that could make sense in her ability to. What I'm trying to get at here is not be under control. Like yes, she's not. She's con- not affected. Yeah. Like she can break character and talk to Wanda about stage directions. Yeah. Exactly. You know? yeah. Can anyone else do that? Well, Vision's starting to. Besides Vision. Yeah. 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 And the kid, yeah, the kids, but yeah. yeah, but other than that, no, the rest of the town people are pretty but much. Maybe Herb. Herb had at least a little more. I don't know. There's, there's, there's times where um, some of the townspeople will have an effect of breaking down the re- the false reality yep. with they'll, Wanda. They'll, they'll hint at something like the mailman yeah. in this episode, right? You know, yeah, the doctor the, trying yeah, to go on vacation. Yep, there you go. Yes, even Dottie when she's like, "I don't believe you," like. That was pretty freaky, too. Yes. Where's Dottie at, by the way? We haven't seen her in a while. She's mm. still not on that board, right? The, I, I, the, I, I, the mailman so. is on the board in this episode. The board with all of the, the people. The, yeah. yeah. But Dottie is not. And we saw the mailman in the same episode as Dottie, even Beth in the same episode as Dottie. So, I don't know, man. Maybe that's the missing person. We still haven't gotten around to who that missing person is. That Oh, um, oh I'm, I'm pretty sure the missing person is Vision. Think so? How, no. What no, do you mean? How? No, 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 no. Because nine days ago, she stole Vision's body. Yeah, but the FBI would not, is not the one uh, that was Vision was under their care. It was S.W.O.R.D. It wasn't Vision. Or it wasn't FBI. Sorry. So, 
why would the FBI, Jimmy Woo, well, let, be let's looking let him into go. that? Let's let him go. Let's see what he's got. I don't know. I just feel like the whole idea of they haven't, they, they never state who this missing person that they he was supposedly looking for is. You know, like just all this little thing. There's been a couple little things about like, you know, just about the the idea of him, the missing person. They haven't stated anything about this missing person. Why? Why all of a sudden they don't care about this missing person? That that's supposed to be his mission. Why is he still there? Even you know, why would the FBI agent still be there if you know if it didn't matter if the if the person wasn't in there? You know what? That is a good point because Hayward's the kind of guy that looks like if I don't need you here, you don't need to be here. Yeah. So I mean, I good point. I, yeah. I have a feeling that the missing person is literally Vision. Well, Vision's not a person; he's a synthesoid. So that that, no, that theory is false. I, okay. I don't see it. I can't see it, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, but you don't have to play that card. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, well, it's probably it's. I mean, it, maybe it's Agnes. Okay, maybe. I don't know. I I, I really don't. I really don't know who that. The reason she doesn't have an ID is because she's under Witsec. So. Yeah, witness protection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, let's keep moving here. Uh, after after the creepy uh, <laughs> intro with the '80s music and the baby vision, um, we go to Monica. She's laying down like a doctor's table had like an X-ray or something. I don't know what I don't know what sort of me- medical equipment that was. Looks um, like maybe like a CAT scan. CAT scan. Okay. Yeah. Um, mobile, I was, mobile CAT scan. I was a mass com major in college, <laughs> so I don't really know much about. That kind of stuff. But anyways, um, she is – She's. we're introduced to some sort of doctor who, again, is another sword agent person who's just got a big stick up her butt. She doesn't care about – like, she's just like – these people are just like robots. Yeah, man. yeah, good point. Really are. LMDs. Um, <laughs> so they uh, – it was really weird. Like, she the, – the CAT scan, whatever, came back like it didn't – All white. Right? All white, yeah. yeah. What the heck was that about? Well, I mean, comic books, uh, Monica has powers, mm-hmm. Spectrum, which she controls yep. uh, or manipulates energy, light, and uh, so, therefore, the white on the thing could be yeah. just yep. particles it, of light. That or, seems to be the biggest. Yeah, that's the biggest <laughs> theory going around. Everyone's kicking around. I mean, this is we're not, we're not breaking this news here for the first time here on the Royal Geek Podcast. No, we're just... We're here, we're talking, and we're having a discussion that everyone out there in the world is having a discussion. Heck, even Jimmy Woo's having this discussion, and he's in, yep. in the show. So, <laughs> yep. um, But yeah, so it could be that. It could be her powers are manifesting because of the interaction with um, Wanda's powers, yep. which we know came from the Mind Stone. Yep. So, uh, mm-hmm. And then they mention uh, Captain, Captain Marvel. She got her powers from a Stone, too, right? Yep. Which was obviously the Tesseract. So, yep. uh, I mean, that's a possibility. I also think it's partially just like... Maybe like leftover radiation, well, either radiation or just like the the imprint that Scarlet had on her mind, like that is mm. like you, you know the control that she had over it is messing with whatever machinery that they are using, and it's you know has latent effects to the to that kind of a mind scan yeah that's definitely a possibility too for sure but uh she's monica's also introduced to darcy there and yeah like how i love darcy fangirling because <laughs> over real. monica just because she was on the show i'm a huge fan yeah like, <laughs> yeah know, i know and, and typical darcy fashion too. Spe- yes. yeah exactly um so yeah and i really love the 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 team there darcy woo and monica yes. like yes they're in that room there's like they got a whiteboard they're trying to work out theories and thoughts 
And uh, Wu Funny walks things. in with some coffee. Right, exactly. Yeah. Funny that you mentioned like Wu, like how he's become your like your new favorite. Like he's so positive all the time. Like all three of these characters are leaning towards the positive end. Yeah. Uh, like Monica is like so like see the good in everything and trying to um, not see that oh you're not up to your evil or good or you're trying to destroy or weaponize yeah. or anything like that. She's more of a let's learn, let's find out, let's do this. Like that's a very positive thing for somebody to be doing. Yeah. And Wu, obviously, his personality is just mm-hmm. I don't see the. I don't, mm-hmm. I mean, they are they, they are creating a very classic like trio setup. You know, you got your your you know scientists, smarts. You got your you know your fighter. You know, in in Rambo, and then you got your you know classic people person. Yeah, your people person <laughs> yeah. slash comedic effects, like yeah. in a lot yeah. of ways too. Detective skills too. He's pretty yeah. good at uh, deducing what's going on. Yeah, so for sure. And you, and you never know when close up magic is going to be coming hand. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, magician Wu. All right, so let's talk about this briefing that happened um, early on in the episode when uh, pretty much Hayward and a bunch of sword agents and then our favorite trio that we were just talking about are all around the table and we're talking about uh, the what he calls the Maximoff anomaly. He says at first they thought that Wanda was a victim, but now she has been identified as the main victimizer is what he says. My biggest yep. question here is like what you guys uh... – alluded to earlier is like why is jimmy Wu the fbi leading the briefing or like at least one of the leads of the briefing mm-hmm. if sword has taken over control here like so this goes back to the missing person like yeah yes why aren't they mentioning that why is Wu still here so that's a good point i you guys brought up earlier that yeah. just triggered that in my mind <sighs> yeah it, yeah it doesn't connect right there's, because there's some, yeah there's something off with it because i mean Wu is clearly FBI. Like, his jacket still says FBI, even though everyone around him is sword. He's the only one with a smile on his face because all the sword agents have big sticks up their (laughs) butts. (laughs) And I think one of the most important parts about this scene was every single time they tried to defend Wanda or defend anything, you know, like I was saying earlier, the, the director was taking a very hard line black and white stance on everything that was being said. It was... Well, you know, she was being, you know, she's, you know, an extreme thing of grief. Well, well, didn't she originally start fighting the Avengers? Yeah, yeah but then she... Radicalized by Hydra. Yeah, yeah. Ra- like, oh, well, that's an oversimplification of the, qu- of the situation, <laughs> but yes. Like, like that line by Wu. Very Any much- funny nicknames, aliases? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, none. None yeah, that I can none, think of. Uh, yeah. Maybe a lot of Scarlet Witch, maybe? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I, I felt like that was a very interesting like way to show like every time, and it was basically the main three like because they're kind of building this like team that's gonna you know eventually gonna have to stand up against you know probably sword in some form or fashion, um, you know to where they're gonna have to help you know be the 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 rebel force to help Wanda, you know, with whatever she may need help with in this situation. So it, it, it's it, every single time he's shooting down everything uh, that yeah, they're saying. Real quick, he brings up the Lagos uh, yes. event in in was it Winter Soldier? Yes, and then he brings a not Winter Soldier, no, no, but it's Civil, not Winter Soldier. Civil, Civil War. War yes. Sorry, Civil War, and then the the German airport. Uh, yep. He brings up that too. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. That now she's uh, stained with those two, but yet she helped defeat Thanos. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, it's just like it's so black and white with him. Like it is, it's ridiculous. He's just this government stooge. She's and just she, mad that she stole his big uh, experiment project. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it is. It clear, <laughs> he's he's pitching a, a fit here because uh, his uh, experimentation of weaponizing yeah. Vision is uh, is gone, it's and he's mad. Yeah. I want it back. Yeah, yeah. wah wah wah. Yeah. <laughs> 
if it's not clear by now, I don't like this director at all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think he, he it's he, he lies somewhere on the plane of he is either a government stooge who is just like, you know, this by, very by the book type of person or it's he is a all out villain. Yeah. All out villain. Yeah. yeah. He uses the briefing. He's like, yeah, uh, here's the top secret footage from sword of uh, nine days ago. And uh-huh. vision was stolen from our, uh-huh. our lab. But then he said vision's own will said that, uh, doesn't want to weaponize or, or yeah. go anywhere near like yeah. Wanda or anybody else like that. Leave yeah. it alone. Right. Yes. What is he doing in your lab dissected? If you're not going to weaponize him, like, I feel like, yeah, they kind of breezed over that and, and didn't really dude. Yes. Sorry. Ask questions. They didn't ask questions. Okay, like, remember last week yeah. I said, isn't it weird that he just dipped out right yeah. after they saw that Wanda and Vision were in inside this yeah. anomaly, as he called it, and they were on, looking at him on the TV screen? Right. And he just dips out. I'm like, where are you going? Yeah. Like, you're the director. What is more important right now than being here, right? Well, when he comes back, all of a sudden he has this footage that shows Wanda breaking into yep. a sword facility and making Wanda look like the the bad person. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I just feel like there's there's definitely we know this for sure. There's definitely more to the story. Like, how did Sword get Vision's body? Why Sword? Yes, and like, you know, they do show Wanda breaking in, but she's probably justified in that. Right. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, Maybe why not, do you have his body? What's right. like? Yeah. Maybe I, not in <laughs> causing the hex to form and all of that, but yeah. that also might not be Wanda. Yeah. So. I mean, I think there are two important uh, things else to bring from the briefing. First of all, it didn't look like she actually injured anyone who was during the break-in. So that's number one. Although, I mean, we didn't see a ton of footage, but that is one thing that I did notice was there didn't seem to be anyone anyone actually injured. It just seemed to be – it was destructive, but it was not, you know, physically harming to anyone, which fits into the other things that she has done in this in the show with the way that she tossed Monica out. You know, but she was basically unharmed. Um, you know, it seemed like they, she was moving around just fine. I mean, she, she was physically yeah, she perfectly prote- even, even Monica said she protected me. Like, I didn't get hurt. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the second thing to uh, bring out was, well, you know, who was originally supposed to have his body? You know, it, because the way she makes it seem is she should have had his body. You know, like, it should have been hers to do... You know, she should have been able to bury him or, you know, do whatever she wanted with scrap him. Scrapyard. Scrapyard. God, Justin. You're terrible, man. <laughs> Sorry. That's I awful. Still, I still have that Toy Story 3 scene in my head. Oh. Vision on the on the conveyor belt going into the oh fire. Sell him for scrap. Yeah. Whatever, oh, whatever, yeah. whatever she wanted to do. And I think <laughs> that was one of the terrible. biggest things. She felt like that he was taken away from her without her being given the the correct like grieving process. And she very much blames the the director of Shield or the director of Sword, whether it's his fault or not. I mean, it definitely it seems like it's leaning towards his fault. I mean, that could have been a higher governmental decision than him, even, you know. Um, but she definitely, she he may she, have a bigger boss. Like, she definitely blames him, and you see it in like the way when she comes out of the bubble is very much that she her most of her anger is directed directly at him. Yeah, you know, like whether he is just the figurehead of Sword or if it is specifically him. That she is angry at. Yeah. Like, literally, she directs all the guns at him. Exactly. <laughs> she threw the drone yeah. at him. Which, 
I do this scene where she draws the guns on him very much pays homage to uh, Magneto in, in, in almost all the X Men movies where yeah, he yeah. takes all the guns and points them out back at them. So I yeah yeah like uh, father, father like father? Yeah, yeah father like daughter. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, we're gonna circle back around to that one for sure. Yeah. Um, gosh, yeah. Again, I just think there's 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 so much that could be going on here with Hayward and. Stealing Vision's body, and I didn't even think about him being a scroll. Like that's interesting. I was thinking some of the stuff I've I've been hearing is you know what if this is going to set up um, the story behind Armor Wars, right? Which Vision is a creation. He of, is Tony of Stark, Tony and Banner, and Banner, right? And the Armor Wars story, which I don't know exactly what direction they're going to go. They could put their own spin on it, uh, but you could very well see that the that sword could be a future antagonist for a while, you know? Yeah. They um, definitely have their uh, their hands in a lot of th- yeah. different things. And again, S.W.O.R.D. might have gotten, it, it, it for sure got a rebrand and a redirection in the five years when, after the snap and before everyone was re-snapped, right? So, like, it was a different time in those five years. Yeah. Like, maybe it made a lot of sense, like... <laughs> an alien just killed half our population. We need to weaponize. Right. We, you know, we... we yeah. You know, it they just had made, no choice to but the weapon. Yeah, yeah. I, I really want a Marvel project that tells us more about those five years. Like we still don't have yeah. much of what life was like during those five years. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's a side point. That's just you know we can maybe come back to that. But uh, all right, how about we talk about when Vision is at work? Yes. Okay. Let's talk about Vision at work. First of all, get some nice f- fancy computers. Only the top of the line. Yeah. Yep. Norm could not wrap his mind around <laughs> how it works. He's getting a letter opener. Remember? <laughs> Open the, for the electronic email. mail. <laughs> yeah. um, all right. So an email comes through on the screen, and Norm is reading it, and then everybody in the office yeah. is reading it. In synchronization. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Super creepy. It's from yep. Darcy. Right. Yeah. It's from Darcy, and then uh, and Vision again. Vision has been picking up more and more that strange things. He's are becoming going on. more and more like self-aware, yeah. self-thinking, yes. uh, aware of his surroundings for sure. Yeah, yeah. And then he ends up, uh, I guess, awakening is the word that we saw on the profile for Norm, which is interesting if you think about it. We saw in episode four that they were aware of what seems to be this scene when Vision awakens Norm. But it hadn't happened yet. So that might be like a continuity thing. I mean, or it was happening like simultaneous kind Maybe. of. But Maybe. I don't know. But either way, whatever. Point is, let's talk about the crazy <laughs> the craziness of Norm, man. Okay, so he talks about uh, being in pain. Yes. I referenced earlier when he's saying she's hurting me. And and just to double-click on that, Monica said it was... It was painful. Pain, yes, she did yeah. say it was painful. Violating yeah. is, I yes. think, the word she said. Yeah. Violating was one of the words, yes. I mean, it definitely was, is an intrusion because she, their their consciousness is locked away, and they're, yeah. all they do is hear a voice, and they, her voice, uh, yeah. over and over again on, on what to, what they need to be Ooh, doing. Gosh. Yeah, it's kind of like that idea of someone, like the feeling that you have when there's always somebody looking like looking over your shoulder. You know, this was such an intense scene. Yeah, I mean, yes, the looking over your shoulder, but like, yet he's awakened, but uh, he all he's thinking about is like his dad's in the hospital and his sister's yeah. taking care of him. Where's my phone? I want to yeah. find out what's going on. Like, help me, help me, help me. Like, definitely, what day is it? How yeah, long has it been? Definitely, yeah. distress is what's yeah. going on there. Um, considering like if he lived through the five years of like of craziness. Right, 
and uh, he has this very like brief moment of like yeah his his last moments with his father, and it's getting taken away from him because he's trapped and in pain. And jeez, yeah, that's yeah. pretty deep, man. That's yeah. harsh. Pretty dark. Yeah, and vision. The look on his face too. Like he's like, what is going on? Like this, this is this is truly terrible. And he's like, Norm, get a hold of yourself. Get a hold. Yeah. And he can't. I can't understand you. And then yeah. boom, he fl- flips him back into his. Uh, what, <laughs> where do I put the stamp on the? Which is <laughs> another interesting idea is why would he put her, him back into that state? You know, like well, th- 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 that's one of the weirdest things. Is uh, yeah. like, is it is it almost like one of those things where? Like the idea of you find out that your wife murdered someone, and then you're like, you love your wife, so you have to. You're almost in it. You're like you're in it too. Like you, you like you try to get her to, you know, either confess, confess to it, or you know, you, you or maybe not that big of a crime, but like a a major crime she did. Like maybe she robbed a bank instead, and you're just like you're covering it up so that she, you can get her to get to that point. Because you love her and you want this to be resolved in a better way than just ending everything. You know, that type of situation. Man, I really haven't thought about that. Yeah, I, like the decision for Vision to put Norm back in. I feel like a Vision's still kind of uh, gaining control of him, him, yeah. his mind and himself. And it was maybe too much information and too overwhelming yeah. and maybe over, over computing. Maybe, maybe he was in his own mind with that. And it was it was his way of – maybe he was a selfish thought. Or maybe he thought he kind of like initiated it. Like he's the one now yeah. Now I'm causing him pain for realizing that he is yeah. feeling pain from her. And then so he was So he was actually – Maybe I need to put him back into this state to make himself feel so that until I can figure out what what's going on, this is a better state for him to be blissfully ignorant mm-hmm. rather than, you know, in so much pain, you know. Or maybe, like you said, it is something with Vision himself, and he is – it was information overload for himself, so he had to go back to, like, the reset so that he could figure out what was going on in his own mind. Yeah, gain information, gather intelligence from what just occurred and to when he goes and faces Wanda later on in the episode. Yeah, I mean, I guess he maybe wouldn't – I mean, what's worse, keeping Norm under the control he's been in or letting him run around free inside Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. What, with what his will own happen right mind. Yeah, oh, exactly. my gosh. Yeah, that might be – maybe that would be worse. Maybe Vision yeah. has enough – Maybe he has the ability to realize like that would be a worse scenario in the moment yeah. for Norm or yeah. kind of Appalachia. kind of like strapping somebody down when they're like you know in a in a you know a, a, an crazed, uh, crazed state. state you know you're saving them from themselves almost. Yeah. Well, we. Gosh, I don't know, man. It's starting to get crazy. Isn't it the is. Thing? It yes. is. But then uh, we uh, There's so switch, much more still. Right, like, there is. <laughs> we, they switch back to the trio, our favorite trio, yeah. and they're trying to figure out how they can get inside to communicate. And uh, Monica's theorizing all these things, mm-hmm. and that seem impossible. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they said, "Well, we would need a, an engineer to do this, or, or yeah, aerospace, aerospace engineer." engineer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, who do you think that is, Justin? That seemed like a that seemed too obvious. Of a she had a little smirk on her face. She did. I mean, I believe it's Reed Richards. To be honest with you, I feel yeah. like he's the only mind capable enough to do that uh, because Tony Stark's gone, and uh, Bruce Banner. Yes, he is a uh, scientist, but he's not that kind of scientist. No, and, not his uh, area of expertise. And so, what better way to intru- introduce the Fantastic Four than to start laying down some groundwork here in the in the television series? And uh, I don't know. I just feel like uh, aerospace just makes sense because uh, yeah. obviously, why would Reed Richards not be working for Sword in some sort of way? Because the the way they get their powers is through cosmic rays, yeah. which 
we can MCU can easily make as uh, whatever the CMBRs or whatever, right? Yeah. yeah. Easily be those to get their power since uh, they may have power giving abilities. I don't know. Yeah. So I feel like this would just be the the most. I don't know. Likely way to introduce Fantastic Four would be be this way. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it definitely would be a very interesting way to do it. The only issue I would have with it is it's it'd be a very odd way to introduce such a, a large, large yeah. entity in the MCU. Well, in the la- the last MCU movie we actually got, which is Far From Home, we do get a, a glimpse of the Baxter Building uh, yeah. when Spidey's swinging through. So yeah. they're already laying. Yeah, some sort of like, groundwork. Like, well, the, well, the only thing I'm saying is like maybe it's maybe not Reed Richards, maybe it's someone from, you know, their company, or maybe it's someone who works with Reed Richards in the sense that they're they're giving you the steps, but they're not going to give you the full reveal of a Reed Richards type. Um, but how Marvel would it be, or how Marvel slash Disney Plus would it be to have a like a secret cameo of Reed Richards? Yeah. Like, I mean, I uh, like I, I think that would be awesome. They and, literally like, just pulled off a secret cameo in they the, really did. the previous Disney Plus property yes. in The Mandalorian. Yeah. So um, why not now in Marvel? I mean, it, it very well could be. Um, and, you know, maybe it is just the 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 TV math that I'm doing that doesn't <laughs> like it, it doesn't make sense. But Disney Plus, like like you were saying, it's they're not playing by the same rules as everyone else. No, not at all. Like like the people that they have introduced in different entities, and you know the way they have been moving along with WandaVision and the money they're putting into this. The fact that they, I mean, the fact that they took you know people that were in the movies and were like, here we're going to put them in a TV show, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff, and they're doing that with multiple entities. I mean. You, you you could be very right in that sense. Um, but see, for see me, mo- it's just difficult because of the, like I was saying that TV math. You see, but how easy could it be to get a secret cameo in a in a show, WandaVision, which is based on TV set pieces that are inside an enclosed yep. warehouse or or a studio where you can't have people like taking pictures of what's going on in the street of New York City, where we are seeing all these Spider Man three with yep. Tom Holland set photos being all spoiled for everybody. And uh, but how easy would it be to just Keep it confined in the studio and the WandaVision TV set, and have a secret cameo. Boom, right there, uh, and yep. keep it hidden from all of us. So, got to stay away from those spoilers, man. I'm I'm doing my best to stay yeah, far it's, away it's from hard, those Spider-Man man. spoilers. It's hard. There's a ton of Spider-Man news coming out right now. Yeah, so. keep it away from me. All right, keep it away from me. Um, yeah, you guys just went on a little tangent there about Reed Richards. That was entertaining to listen to. Um, again, it seemed like there was something. There's more to that. That's she, she had said, a little, yeah. you know, she oh, had a little... I, I know somebody. Yeah, yeah right? Like, get the heck out of here, man. We... <laughs> yeah, well, Darcy over there knows a god, so why don't you just call Thor? Oh, know? right, exactly, yeah. <laughs> she hasn't even dropped that card once yet. Nope. Like, come on. I know. Um, all right, gosh, again, there's so much yeah, more. And then we... she discovers the, if hey, um, what if we send somebody something in that doesn't need to change? Right, so she yep. gets like an 80s drone. Yeah. A- 80s era drone. And she's trying to communicate with Wanda. By the way, Wanda, when she opens the door to leave her home because they notice that there's something that is upsetting little Sparky, who is adorable. Um, Shout out, Sparky. Although, gosh, man. Short-lived. Rest in peace, Sparky. It's ridiculous. Uh, Wanda is not fit to be a mom or a pet owner. Eh. She literally just opens the door and lets Sparky run out. And then her family pays the price for it later. So. Well, Hope you she can't sleep care at night. Because it's actually Vision's dog. 
Yeah, you're talking about in the comics? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it seems more like her kid's dog in the MCU. It does, yes. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, the drone's like there. She's trying to talk. Monica's trying to communicate with Wanda. And that's when we get that scene where, well, f- before, like, it's uh, you see Wanda's red eyes. And then Hayward just takes control. He's Immediately. Like, like, yeah. he's like oh, fire. Dude, take a shot. Take a oh shot. Oh, my gosh, like, get bro. Get the heck out of here, man. Like, yeah. So, I'm, I mean, definitely anti-Tyler right yeah. now. Yeah. Not, well, not Tyler. <laughs> Hayward, right? No, no, no. Definitely not. Said Tyler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So, in that statement. Wanda just walks out. The only person that could probably handle just walking out of the Yeah, this the scene hex. shook me when she, like, straight walks. I didn't expect her to ever leave this bubble until, yeah. like, the end of the, ser- end of the series. But she just walks straight out. And the return of her accent, thank you yes. for adding some more continuity there um, and not just throwing it to the side. All so right, so yes. what, what does this mean? So let, let's let's skip the whole, you know, she's outside, she's got her accent, she throws the drone at them, they're exchanging words, she points the guns at Hayward, Monica says she's an ally, Wanda's face kind of makes it look like Monica might be an ally, deep down she might believe that. It's, but Wanda literally walks out of the hex, says this is your final warning, your only warning. Walks back in. Yeah. She is, she has to, like, she has to be hyper aware of the pain she's bringing upon people. I don't think she's in her in her right mind, to be honest no. with you. Uh, she, she is so hooked on the fact that this feels good because it's something that I don't actually get to have. Yeah. That she wants to continue living that lie for as long as possible. She's in, a, she's in such a deep state of grief and depression. Delusion. That, yeah, that this is what she needs. To, to function and to live. Yeah, it, it's a very selfish form of, like, dealing with her grief is what she's going through right now. She's, uh, she, she's she, just like us. She's she's human. Yeah, she's she's human. She doesn't understand. The, the, I don't think she 100% understands the pain that she's causing the people in in the, in the bubble. Um, I mean, she has a statement of, you don't, if you don't bother me, I won't bother you. Um, you know, which makes literally no sense. You are... You know, how can you think that she's bothering a lot of people? Yeah, like (laughs) controlling a thousand people just, you know, in this domed area. How could you think that that was not that? Um, I think the most important part of this um, this um, whole interaction here is this was the the push moment. This was this is Wanda going to the left sword going to the right creating this chasm between the two of them and the there's the, something's going to happen there are three characters in the middle that are going to have to choose a side and then prove to those sides who they belong with which of course it's going to be you know Monica Darcy and Wu choosing Wanda's side and then trying to convince her that she they're actually on her side in this situation to help her out um, so th- this, this was that moment that like, you know, pushed the line. Yeah. Sides are drawn and yes. here we go from here on out. Like it's going to be Wanda or yes. sword. So, hmm. and you think the trio is going with Wanda, huh? Yeah, I, I definitely yes. see that. Even though the two of them are government agencies, like they're part of the affiliations. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, they're probably, they're too, uh, you know, common sense. Like they yeah. actually have it. <laughs> so I, I think. 
yeah, I just think like Darcy's seen too much of this stuff already to yeah. like to she has she's already shown that she has really no affiliation with any of these government agencies. She doesn't really think of them as this overpowering, you know, force to where that she needs to listen to them. You know, Agent Wu is definitely you know, you you've seen him be very fair and very um and very, you know, understanding and he he has a very good sense of right and wrong you know and you've seen him throughout this the, like even something as simple as when he was uh, the oversimplification of the situation like that's the scene of he, he he's seeing that like these the sword side is not he like, has the ability to see the gray yes he, he's ability to see that grayer and know that you know like that is happening and then monica especially because she was in the bubble she got thrown out of the bubble. She had, she had uh, Scarlet Witch inside her mind, and she is still, you know, trying to defend her when she leaves the bubble. So, like, I mean, I feel like so. There's obviously a connection being built yes. through the con- like the mind. I don't know, mind connection or whatever, right? I mean, maybe there'll be, like, a season two of WandaVision where, like, they team up and they're, like, going around. Like, just, like, you know, Vision is kind of, like, out of the picture, but it's, like, you know, Wanda and the three going on adventures. <laughs> no. Here's the thing, man. You guys aren't going to agree with this, but I'm just going to say it. After watching episode five, I am more convinced that – I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I'm more convinced than I ever was that Wanda – I think actually could be the next big villain in the MCU. Whoa. Really? After watching this episode. Entire phase four? For you to walk out of this this thing that you created, to be in your right mind enough to walk out and throw like throw some threats at Sword, you know? Yeah. And then to walk back in. To to walk back in. Yeah. And to harm all those people. Like she's already Worked in some way in connection with Hydra. She's already caused death in Lagos. Or is that, is that how you pronounce it? Lagos. Lagos. Okay. What, I shouldn't say whatever. I should do my research and know exactly how to pronounce that. But in Nigeria, right? Um, she has – so she's already had these, like, regretful moments. And, like, you know, when Hawkeye says, hey, you got to, you know, pick yourself up and right, be yeah. an Avenger, you know, and – and then he kind of does the same thing and when he say, takes her from the Avengers facility. But anyways, um, we've already had these moments where Wanda's like, you know, I got to do – I got to right my wrong. I think she's just snapped. Yeah. I mean and, she's and clearly – And look, yeah, bro, here's my thing. <laughs> Who is powerful enough outside of that hex? Like I know there's footage of they're getting like some sort of tank and going in. But like – the only way this is going to end in my mind is either Vision finds a way to convince her to stop, which is very possible, yeah, or they literally have to call on an Avenger like Doctor Strange or something like yeah. that. Like there's no one that's – and I think however it's going to happen, she's going to lose Vision again totally this time. And That'll, that'll push her over is what you're saying. I, I think so. Again, it's more than likely not going to happen because they – you know, Marvel's probably going to have an, like a – a villain, villain, and not Wanda, but I could see it happening. And I mean, tell me, she's not the most, I mean, powerful villain who they'd have to face off against, right? She's definitely oh, yeah, she is up there. But I sure. think she has like literally snapped. So that's my kind of crazy theory. We'll let that ride out. I know you guys don't agree, but I mean, who? who I mean, I could see it being 
not not necessarily the entire Phase Four, but like I can definitely see it being an arching of like maybe three movies. Yeah, like, like the Doctor, a, Doctor like Strange. The next Doctor, yeah. yeah, the Doctor Strange movie. Maybe she's Mephisto. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> All right, but seriously, how are they? Let's talk about this. How are they actually going to do anything? She is so OP. It's going to have to be Vision. It's going to have to be yeah, Vision? Yeah. think so? Yeah. Okay. Which we see uh, the standoff in the living room. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, like, the thing is, Vision is not going to be able to overpower her. So it's just going to have to be his ability to convince, right? Yeah. It's going to be, I mean, it's definitely going to have to hit the emotional strings, but... Uh... I think it's going to be the sacrifice play. I think he's going to have to get it get in her mind and basically be like, you have to let me go. You have to, like, that type of situation. Where like he he realizes that he is actually dead, and you know he's basically saying you're harming yourself by you know keeping me here. You know you aren't moving on. You aren't you know you can't. You aren't doing what you told your kids to do yes, when you little can't Sparky fix died. Dead. Yeah, but say the, the like the biggest like hypocrite speech. Yeah, ever. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, like you can't fix dead. Like you, you know it is. You're not moving on. You're not. You're harming all these people. You're doing all this stuff in the name of creating this, you know, utopia, and you're causing so much pain. I think that's the way that she could come out of it and not be a villain. And I think that's probably the the way that they'll go with it is that you know she has to give up on Vision willingly. Mm-hmm. Okay. I could also see. I mean, she has. It seems like she can't control her kids. Yeah, no. So what if her yeah. kids end up like using their powers to get out, get out, or to do something? I yeah. don't know. Well, now I mean, she tries to control Vision now, like still, and he says no. Like she tries to run the end credits. Oh, that and was amazing. Yeah. that yeah. was amazing. And Vision's like, no, 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 no. We're not done talking here. And I, I thought it was over. I was like, no, son of a. I was like, do not end this right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. that, that line that she uses, I'm like, you don't think I can? Oh no, she said, can't I? Yeah, <laughs> and then she turns oh. around and credits roll. Like, yeah, yeah, like that is a that is a. Yeah, uh, I'm going to bed. Yep. <laughs> no, you're not. We are not through here. And then he storms. Yep. Yeah, that was yeah, that was and good. Then they have their their face off. Uh, they go back and forth with each other for mm-hmm. quite a bit. And Wanda says some interesting stuff here. Like she's saying that I don't even know how this even started. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, yeah. take it one of two ways. Like I mean, literally, she has no clue, and it's just she woke up, and this is yep. the way it is. But which her walking out of the bubble will kind of like. Debunk that? I think so. Yeah, or she's like, I don't. She's saying like, I don't know how. Like, I mentally yeah. like, like got she, to this she's point. She's in a point of like mania. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think in that conversation, I loved a line that Vision dropped, which is probably like the coldest line that a character like Vision could drop when he was like, when he was like, I just be ignoring the statistics, oh, which yeah. for some, for for, <laughs> for for him, yeah, for him, that is like the biggest. Like, that is the highest, like, insult that he could have given her. Well, uh, just just tearing her d- a new one. That is, that, that is the vision <laughs> version of tearing her a new one. Sure. Oh, man. All right. I think, I, I think there's one big thing we need to talk about still. Yes. The doorbell. Yes. So, if you're still with us, which I'm thankful you are, the treat you have is we actually unintentionally, I don't think we didn't plan on this, but... We could have started here because this was certainly massive. What happens next? Best for last. Yeah, we really did. So Wanda is they're, they're talking, and the doorbell rings, and I'm thinking, okay, I think I knew right away it's her brother. Yeah, yep. I, I I said that to my wife. I was like, it's her brother. 
Um, because it was Agnes. Agnes just walks in now. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know? She's literally Kramer. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and they've been just dropping. Like, this oh. This episode was very ominous that he was going to be showing up. Yeah, he was. his name was dropped too many times. Yeah. And she said, "I because uh, one of the kids says, do you have a brother? And she says, I do. But he's very far from here yeah. or something. Which is interesting because she uses the word I do. I do. In the last yes. episode, or two episodes ago, she says, I was a twin. Yes. I, you know. Or well, I, I, th- I think this is more of a, like, talking to, like, a child, and you yeah. didn't want to, like, talk about death, so you just yeah. said, I, d- I do. Why? At this rate, they're going to be empty nesters by dinner time. <laughs> well, it's true. Yeah, exactly. But to preserve that, that innocence a little longer. Yeah. I think that's really Which, by was. the way, dude, like, I, I, these kids, by the time this they get out of the hex and they're normal, like, teenagers or young adults, whatever they might be, they had no formative years, no personality development, no, no nothing. Li- literally in the credits, you see a scene with a birthday cake, and it has a one, two, three, four, five on it, like <laughs> yes. all in one cake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the doorbell rings, and um, Wanda even says, I know you think I'm doing that. I'm not. And so that's, that's – I think that's what she says, and that's an actually an interesting line because somebody has pulled from, I would believe, another – Universe, universe, right? A, a version of her brother, and it's not the one from the MCU. This is our. This is historic, guys. All right, we should we should crack open a bottle of a fine bourbon for this. Yeah. Uh, a crossover. The first person, for the first literal character from the Fox X Men universe. Yep, cro- has now crossed over to the MCU timeline. Yeah. And it is Evan Peters. Evan, Evan Peters. Peters. Quicksilver. Quicksilver. Yep. So a true mutant and her brother. Um, what did you guys think when you saw him? I mean, I, I, did you draw it? Yes, draw I was uh, yeah. pretty speechless. I was like, "Wow, they're they're really going to go ahead and and bring the fox in now." Like yeah. that's. I mean, that's it's pretty cool. I knew he was going to be in it, but I, I just didn't know to what extent. Like yeah. maybe like he was going to play a grown up speed or something yeah. like that, but. No, yeah, it was I w- this way. I was expecting it to be, you know, her the uh, the other version of her brother, and it was just like when they when they pan when they started out by, especially because they were being very secretive about it. Yeah, and then they pulled pan behind him, and I was like, "That's his hair. that's not the version we know." <laughs> and then it turns it turns out it's actually Evan Peters' version, and I was like, "Yeah, that's nuts!" Like yeah. that was it was ridiculous, like. It, uh, just mind blowing, you know that that in the implications of it, you know, yeah. uh, are <laughs> insane. So, how this is happening? So, okay, so either well, it started a couple years ago when Disney bought Fox, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But uh, cost a few billion dollars, I think fifty. So, how did he get there? So, obviously, they were talking about um, Pietro through the whole entire like beginning, right? Um, so either Wanda's subconscious is actually doing this and like reached out into yeah. the multiverse and found a and Pietro then, that was and, alive. And literally didn't know when the r- doorbell rang because she says, I don't know yeah. what's going on. And, yeah. and, and pulled I kind of believe her there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. And pulled him into this in the universe. Yeah. And now he's like a part of this this program now because uh, she literally like, like threw him in there, uh, connected to his mind, and then like boom, did it. Okay. So that's one way. Or. Right? Or. Or. Uh, Vision was actually getting to Wanda, and she was starting to realize the thing that she was doing. And then the, whoever is pulling the strings, yeah. Mephisto or something, said, "We need to get her back on board here. Let's uh, let's get somebody else in there." And he puts yeah. Evan Peters Pietro there, but which she doesn't acknowledge as Pietro until after he says, 
come give your long lost brother a hug. And yeah. then she's like, Pietro? Question mark? And then it gives him a hug. So yeah. she obviously didn't recognize him at first. Yep. Or she was just stunned. And it was the the whole act, the whole the scene that has been played to get yep. Wanda to do whatever she wants is now back in full swing because she has this this something that she yeah. could never obtain and now she's obtained it again, now wants to live that reality. I mean, of course, the fact of how does Pietro know what she looks like? That's I mean, true. I know yeah. we never yeah, saw. We never saw it, I know yeah. we never see a Scarlet Witch in, you know, the Fox universe in the yeah. Fox universe. But I would assume she would look different as well. So how does yeah. he know? And even in the Fox universe, he's he's called Peter, not Pietro. Yeah. yeah. So his name. Yeah, we need. That's right. That's right. So he's Peter. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I don't know which of those two because both of those seem kind of likely. I, they. I mean, yes, they do. They both seem like they can happen. I will say, if Wanda is controlling everyone in the town, and remember even Wu said that, was it in this episode? Yeah, because he said that would, f- something like, that would far exceed yeah, her, powers her powers that we've seen before. That we've seen yeah. before. And if you think about it, it's got to be true, right? Like, again, think back to the first Pokemon movie, because, you know, Wanda's <laughs> the same as Mewtwo, like I've said here before <laughs> in the Royal Geek podcast. Gosh. But it's like, he's con- Mewtwo's controlling everyone's mind. It, it takes him nothing. Is Wanda that powerful? Like, can she control 3,000 people's... Minds or, all at the same time. Yes, if she has an amplifier, which Mephisto may have provided for her. Yeah. Gosh, there's so much we don't know. And here's the thing. We have spent almost an hour now talking about this. And the reality is by the next episode, Marvel could just yeah. just pull the rug out from underneath us. Yeah, drop yep. a big one. And like, seriously, yeah. we have no idea what's going to happen. We don't know what to expect. No. So, But that was amazing. I mean, again, the the what this opens up. In bringing in an X-Men character from the Fox universe. That is crazy. Yep. Like, I always thought, like, Marvel's going to erase all that and do their own thing. I, like... Which they may still erase almost everything and maybe leave him, but... Sure. Yeah. And I guess I are, I knew about Deadpool. Like, they were, they were not going to oh, no, yeah. pull the rug on that one. Um, but, man, this, this does allow them, in a tasteful way, to kind of, like, pick and choose who they want to... Yeah, pull yeah. from you know, and uh, I don't know. This kind of it's, it's sparked another thing. Like I mentioned, like Secret Invasion being a potential like lead up here, but another thing was like okay, so uh, Pietro appears right, and it, this is the reality that they're in, right? Uh, we saw when Monica was lo- uh, looking at her clothes and how that was able to leave the reality, and it's still it's still stuck. And she's yeah. like, "It's not fake. It's all real in there. Like those kids are like those babies are real." Um, so this kind of leads me to believe that maybe they're building up to like a house of M type of deal, uh, where Scarlet Witch is like, she gets so powerful. She alters reality and it's like, it stays that way outside yep. of her little house of M, um, which in the comic books, they use that, um, they use that to kind of get, get rid of the mutants altogether. But in this, and maybe in the MCU, they're going to use it to bring back the mutants. Maybe. So in the uh, movie called Eternals. <laughs> <It's>, dude, <laughs> you're still now, on that, man. Listen, now it makes even way more sense. Okay. Because we have a little, we have a literal mutant now in in the MCU, and there could be more. I mean, if we get some version of freaking Magneto <laughs> in this thing in WandaVision, yeah, I'm gonna lose it. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna lose it. So again, I still we're, we're not gonna get on that tangent again. I talked about that before, but you know, I'm still thinking that Eternals movie is a undercover X Men film. But again, this just allows Marvel. Um, to pick and choose who they want to bring in. You know, they're obviously not going to bring in the bad characters because there's a lot yeah. of them. Um, but 
maybe some of the good actors and actresses that portrayed mutants. And since it's a multiverse thing, you could have so many variations. It's it doesn't matter. That's true. Yeah. You know, yeah. good point. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, this might be what happens with leading into Spider Man. True. Yeah, that too. That could be that. That's the third movie that I was referring to in this arc of potential Scarlet Witch being the, the yeah, villain. The villain. Yeah. yeah. Or a part of the problem. Part, yeah, part of the problem. Maybe there I should have said part of the problem. Yeah. I don't think she's going to be the big MCU villain for the next phase like Thanos was. I mean, I think she's powerful enough to do it. But I do think that – I think there's a realistic oppor- like chance that at the end of this series, she is not good. Like, she is still bad in some way. Yeah. You know? And maybe she takes off and runs in this time and, you know, maybe because Vision's dead again and somehow her kids are gone. Like, that, that could still happen, by the way. <laughs> You know. That's true. Yeah, I don't know, man. So much. All right, what else you got, y'all got? Anything else? I mean, I would just like to throw a quick shout out to the once again amazing commercial that was there. You know, uh, just one last little bit. You know, the whole Lagos paper towels. You know, for you know, a mess you didn't mean to. You know, like oh. <laughs> that's awful. <laughs> yeah, that's, that was uh, good. Good commercial. Yeah, it was good. Um, and again, the same uh, actor and actress in it. So yeah. yep. Is that her parents? And they, they reference her parents. They do. They actually mention by name. So uh, I can't remember what they were, but uh, it was they, like Irina and Oleg. I think. I think it was Oleg or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So, oh man, again, we have been going for like an hour now. So if you're still with us, thank you. I'm impressed. Um, this was the longest WandaVision episode. It was. Yeah, we didn't talk about that. Yeah. It was the longest. And thank, I'm so thankful for that. Yeah. I mean, every bit counted. Again, we got a lot yeah, out dude, of this. Again, one. it was jam packed. Literally, yeah. there was. You know, and I've watched it a couple times already, and there's not much dead time. No, like, there's really not. And the, you can tell MCU is investing that budget, investing that yeah. money, and, like, making literally everything count. Like, yeah. Yeah, no because, matter what. seriously, like, the first two episodes, when they were just sitcoms, even the third one, there was a lot that's like, dude, especially the third one, because we said, it wasn't until, like, the last seven minutes when it got, like, and there was a lot to talk juicy, about. Juicy, yeah. 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 <laughs> this whole thing was juicy, bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there mouth, was a mouth, lot to talk Mouth-watering about. is what this was. <laughs> there was a, mouth, a lot to talk about. So, all right. Uh, any other theories for what's going to come next? I mean, there's just – it's going to be it's gonna be nuts. Expect a curveball for yeah. sure. So, episode six, there's four left, six, seven, and eight, and nine. You like my math there? Yeah. <laughs> You're literally double-checking me because you know I can't do math. I Even I was like, did I say that right? <laughs> um, in the next – I think in the next episode, we're, it might be this Halloween. The 90s. Yeah. yeah. I do hope. I was thinking, I wonder if they'll do an episode where they show Wanda. Now that we have footage of her breaking into sword, what if they do an episode where it's just like all explaining why she got into this? Her perspective is what you're talking yeah. about? Yeah. Yep. I would love that. I, I mean, also, they've already set up different perspectives, obviously, with the, yeah, yeah. the team outside the bubble and the inside. So what, why not Why not go a different route with yeah. that? Yeah, I guess so. But uh, I think that 90s episode's coming. Yeah. That might be when they go trick-or-treating, where there's you go from no kids in the town to, like, kids everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that, going to be interesting to explain. That would, that would be an interesting, like, patch for her. Like, that is her, like, that is her, like, under, undercutting Vision's argument. Is all of a sudden? Oh, I mean, you just weren't Software paying attention for the hex. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like you just weren't paying attention. The kids were there the whole time. You know, yeah. Like that make, type make of like vision seemed like he's crazy, right? Like, yeah, right, like yeah. yeah, that kind of thing. Like just she, she's just once again she's rewriting. Because I mean, like I like episode two. I was like, there are no kids. Yeah, for like, they the are children. talking about kids yeah, a for lot. The children, yeah, and there, there are no kids. no kids. 
Yeah. Yeah, dude. Where are the kids, bro? They yeah. don't exist, man. There's no old people either. Good. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Oof. Ouch. Oh, that's terrible. Um, okay. I think we should probably wrap it up. Uh, but yeah. man, what a review, guys. What a what a discussion. I think yeah. These are long, <laughs> these episodes. <laughs> so, again, thank you so much, everybody who's listened. Um, if you're still here, we love you. And um, we want to ask you to please subscribe to the podcast wherever you are listening. It helps us out a lot. It lets you know when new new episodes drop. And uh, we would love it if you could give us a review, especially on Apple. That would help a lot. That's where a lot of our listeners listen to our content, giving us a five-star review on Apple, saying – you know, a few nice, sweet words about our voices and about the discussions we have really does help us a lot. And if you wouldn't mind sharing this episode and other episodes with some of your Marvel-loving friends, that would be amazing. Uh, also, follow us on Twitter, at Royal Geek Pod. And, uh, yeah, lastly, we will see you next week for another episode. I'm, I can't wait to talk more WandaVision with you guys. It's going to be fun, man. I know. Yep. Friday can't get here soon enough. So, for my good friends, Justin Sandoval... And Anthony Amato, this is T-Roll saying thank you once again for listening to the Royal Geek Podcast. We will see you next time, you peasants. Peasants.